Hey everybody, welcome to the Nidus Anarchy Series. I'm your host, Adam, the CIO of Nidus, and today we are going to talk about Apple's Scary Fast event and how it really was. So, the whole event was about the MacBook Pros and what's coming out and the new fancy stuff that they have. They had the iPhone one where they talked about the iPhone 15. We already know where that went. Now we're going to talk about the new MacBook Pros and the new processing power and how awesome is it. Now, this is what's crazy. Apple's always been known, up until Jobs died, that every time they come out with something, like people are on the edge of their seats waiting. I mean, the, the rumor mill goes crazy whenever there's an announcement about to come out about some new product. And, you know, people are trying to figure out what it's going to be. Just They get like a glimpse of the case or that the people had early access to or something and they, they go crazy with what's going to be in there. And I think even I've noticed that everyone's kind of given up on that. No one's speculating what cool new stuff Apple's going to be coming out with. There's no real crazy rumors because I think everyone's realized they just suck now. Seriously, they've come out with nothing innovative. I, can't, I cannot think of the last time anything has come out. This has been amazing. So anyway, let's talk about what this new Apple Scary Fast event was about. The, first off, I'll tell you this. The coolest thing that they announced... It wasn't even an announcement. It was actually just the picture of the Apple logo as like a moon for the Halloween theme. That was by far the coolest thing that they did. I guess the second coolest thing would be they have a black MacBook Pro, so that's cool. If I didn't already have one, I would I would buy it in black. That's for sure. Um, but that's it. I mean, they have their their big thing is that they now have the new M3 chip, which is a billion times faster and does ray tracing and all this other stuff. Okay. No one cares. No one cares. No one is using that computing power to the level that you're trying to push it on, right? I mean, there's definitely people out there doing crazy graphic development and some other stuff, but even then, the GPU aren't AI GPUs, so you're not doing crazy modeling with this stuff. But, you know, for the film and 3D rendering and art, which they've always kind of leaned into, yes, this is going to be a great upgrade for them. Now, if we were to take the most high-end one that they have, which I was looking at, like, oh, let's spec it out. We're looking at over $5,000. It was like $5,500 to get, like, the spec'd out one, and I think that wasn't even at max RAM. I think it was like an extra $1,000, or no, max uh, hard drive size. I think I went to like the $200 upgrade versus the $1,000 upgrade. Anyway, for what you're getting, it's pointless. Let's, let's be realistic here. Your average person that owns a MacBook Pro will notice zero difference in the computing power. It's already way too fast. It's a beast of a computer for anyone that has a MacBook Pro. I would say 95% of the people that own them are definitely not utilizing them to the max of their potential. So just by increasing the throughput and increasing the CPU, that's cool. I mean, increasing the battery life, they say 22 hours. Does that actually work? I have no idea. That would be nice. But other than that, it's kind of like, who cares? I mean, I like that it's in black. That's cool. We, I mean, we'll look at their website. Take a closer look. What do we got here? Black. That's awesome. It looks exactly like the previous one. Okay, cool. We have the new M3, M3 Pro, M3 Max. Great. If you don't own a MacBook Pro and you waited to buy one, awesome. Congratulations. You're going to get the newest one. Is it going to be crazy different than anything else that Apple's come out with in the last, I don't know, three years? No. What else do we have? Hardware accelerated ray tracing. Because you guys are doing lots of ray tracing, right? <laughs> come on. You're browsing the web. You're probably writing some documents. You're not even writing documents anymore. I used to just say everyone's just browsing the web, writing emails and writing documentation and but you're not even doing that. You're having AI do it for you. So ChatGPT is doing it all. You're just copying and pasting. Like we've already skipped over that. So that's gone now too. We can do this all day. Yeah, okay, cool. Can you code fast? Yeah, great IDE. 
An IDE doesn't need this six, how many cores are on this freaking thing? The, the, the Pro, let's see, M3 Max up to 16 cores. Yeah, you don't need 16 cores to run an IDE. You don't need 16 cores to run a browser. You don't need 16 cores to run your email client. Or even if you're like, I'm gonna open up everything that I do all at once, it's fine. It'll still run it just fine. Even the M1 would, honestly, even the Intel one. And here's, oh, this is one thing that kind of bummed me out. When they went back to, when they went to this, the M processor, the silicon chips, this was kind of a big bummer for me because they started out with their own chips. Remember they, back in the day, they had their Apple chips, or it was a PowerPC, or what the hell was that thing? I forget what it was called. And then they flipped to Intel. And they flipped to Intel, the whole world of Apple blew up because then all of a sudden it was like, whoa, we can run some crazy stuff on here now because of the, it's running the Intel processing. That meant, especially from me, I loved being able to run Windows VMs natively on my Mac. So therefore I could have three or four VMs running as servers and stuff and have them all communicate together. I could build a little mini lab running right on my laptop. That was awesome. I mean, that was huge. So now when they, as soon as they flipped to the M1, which I have, I got one of the M1s, all of a sudden that's gone. No more, so that's huge. They don't want to talk about that part. They're just going to talk about all these cool enhancements that I've yet to be able to take advantage of. Actually, I'm going to show you something awesome here. You know, let me unplug this thing here. Okay, here, this is my main, my main computer, right? This is the MacBook Pro M1, fully maxed out. Um, I was at DEF CON, and my laptop fell off the couch from about here to here onto a carpeted padded floor and then onto my suitcase like this while I was sleeping. I promise I was sober. Anyway, check this cool feature out. Let's open this bad boy up. <sighs> Oh yeah, there it is. Check that out. Yeah, that's my monitor not working at all. This screen is toast. No matter what I do, it just doesn't want to work anymore. From a very tiny, oh, oh, look at that. We're almost, yeah, awesome. This is, I want to smash this thing over a rock. Now, I also have, check this out, hold on. This one, I still have this. I've actually rebuilt this thing twice. I've replaced the screen and the motherboard by swapping out parts and the, because I really wanted a new battery in here. And this one is the one with the touch bar, the one everyone likes to complain about, but this was the last high-end Intel processing one. And this one, way better. A couple things. First, let's get rid of this. We do like a side-by-side, -side, which is super important for those that travel a lot. It may not look like much, but the thickness of this one is way thicker and heavier. And what's really stupid are these nubs on here. And I get it, it's for ventilation, but how often is this thing sitting on a laptop? Sometimes you want it literally on your lap, right? So then it won't matter. So what happens is this just takes up way more space. It's way thicker. It's like this one's, look at this. Look how thin and sleek and nice this is. So much nicer. The touch bar, I actually liked the touch bar. Because a lot of times, this thing actually gives me stuff that's useful. Non-existent now. That's fine. I can live without it. It's really not make or break for me. The keyboard, though, this keyboard is way better than this one. This one's a little bit irritating. Sound is definitely better here than this one, but I really don't care about sound because I'm going to be wearing headphones when I work anyway. So, do I want a bigger, heavier, chunkier laptop to do the exact same stuff? Actually, this one can do more. These things are completely synced up, too, by the way. So, because obviously this, oh, it doesn't work. Oh, came back. Hey, there we go. So because I can't use this one anymore because the screen's jacked and I got to get it fixed, I have these things completely synced up. So this one's just hooked up here. This is the one I take with me whenever I want to go anywhere, but it's, all my stuff is lined up. So this can do everything this can do, but this can't do everything this can do. Does that make sense? <laughs> so yeah, so now I guess 
Apple just released this thing just with a different little chip inside. whoop de freaking do I don't think it's worth the money at all. I'm definitely not gonna upgrade. I still gotta get this thing fixed. I just don't want to because I have to go talk to the Apple geniuses. That's also annoying. I really don't like it when people refer to themselves being smart when they're actually morons. Like, if you ever have to deal with these people, like, I, if my mom had to go in there, yes, they're super geniuses. But if you know anything about computers, they're frustrating because they think they know stuff and they don't. What they're going to do is be like, oh, hey, you know what? I have a problem with one piece on here. Oh, well, we're just going to swap out the whole thing. Back up your hard drive because we're probably just going to swap that out too because we don't have the time for it. And I get it because the cost to repair that one piece is a lot more than just replacing the whole thing and just charging you for the new part and moving on. But it's annoying. You have to make appointments and all this crap. I'd rather go to a third-party person. So whenever I get my MacBooks fixed or repaired, if I'm not doing it myself, then there's a guy down the street that I go to that he's got the whole cool lab and the clean room and rips it all apart and puts it together. So um, I don't buy the Apple Care. I expect their products just to work. If they don't work, I just won't buy their products anymore. So Apple, zero innovation. I'm not happy at all. Now, I did have an idea, which I want to share with you guys, about a really cool idea that I think would be super cool. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So I have these little Google Home things like all over my house, right? These things have proved to be invaluable. I'm not a big fan of the microphone, but it's nice to control the lights and all that kind of fun stuff. And also, Great baby monitor. <laughs> so it's awesome, but it's very limited in the sense where it's basically a clock and it lets me control just the Google Home stuff and it's really slow and crappy. So here's the thing. I get it for 100 or $150, that's a great deal, but I would love for someone to make something way better. Like charge me $500 a pop and what I want this to be is I want this to be a removable tablet from a stand. So this way, I can have one of these in all my rooms, bedroom, downstairs, downstairs, by the pool, whatever. And then whenever I want, I can just pop this thing off and it's completely synced with my phone. Like I would love for these displays to be exactly like my phone. And this is where I think I'm going back to ancient technology, but I would love to have a phone in various rooms. Like I would like to have the exact same thing all over the room so I don't have to carry it with me. I don't want to have my phone in my pocket everywhere I go. I like to just be like, hey, when I'm laying in bed, I got this thing next to me. I can just pick it up if someone calls me or I need to check something, whatever. I can do it right from there. And then I can just set it right back down. I'm in my car. I can just pull the one off the dash. I can make the phone call there, put it down. I get it when we're talking about like Sims and all that kind of stuff, but I'm just saying. This is absolutely possible if we take away the actual phone aspect. If we just use like FaceTime calling or Zoom or any other form of digital calling, then it works great. But really the only thing hampering it is the phone number. But how rad would that be? Like you no longer have to carry your phone anywhere. You just have one anywhere. Like old school, where you had a different phone line jacked into every room, but all the phones rang at the same time. That's what I want. Except now we can make things way smarter. It knows what room I'm in, so it just plays that one, right? But or this was even cooler. Like right now, there's we all use this in the in the room. So when you go to pick it up, it uses Face ID to realize who you are and then shows you your profile on that device with all your stuff already loaded on it. Because I'm sick of carrying stuff around. I'm always carrying multiple laptops, multiple phones and headphones and all these electronic crap. Like my backpack is so heavy and just full of just electronic garbage because I have to have it with me everywhere I go and I'm really over it. I would love to just be able to just have a phone everywhere I go when I need it and not have to just keep the thing in my, oh, I forgot my phone. Like everyone knows that feeling. You forget your phone. It's like you will literally turn around and go home because you feel like you cannot exist unless you have your phone with you. 
I've been doing a new thing. I actually turn my phone off after work. I put it into do not disturb mode. A lot of times I just leave it in my office and just completely walk away from it now. Like I'm over it. I've deleted all social media accounts. Um, I'm, we have these ones on here that we can post on, but like I've just found it's just so time consuming and just sucking the life out of me. And I feel all of these companies are doing that. It's just like an Instagram and Twitter where you can follow us. That Nidus IAM, by the way, I'm totally going to plug the thing I'm telling you you shouldn't be watching. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. There was a new South Park episode last night I was watching. And if you pause it right at the, um, the warning that comes up, it says this episode should not be watched by anyone. <laughs> it's like, that's the best disclaimer ever. You're totally solid. So there's basically saying no one should ever watch this episode. So I'm saying the same thing, right? Get rid of all your social media, delete all of it. Your life will be so much better. You'll be so happier. You'll be amazed with how much free time you actually have in the day to do stuff you enjoy that makes you happy. It's nuts. Cause like so many times you're just like, oh, you just get caught doom scrolling. Whether you're sitting on the toilet and your legs go numb cause you're sitting there watching dumb shit on Instagram. Or, you know, you're sitting there in the car at a red light, not paying attention to someone honks, like, oh shit, yeah, I gotta start going. It's like, we've all been there. And right now it's considered normal. That is crazy. So I've just gone full cold turkey, hard stop, killed all of it, and life has been astronomically better. I recommend you do the same. So hopefully this is the last podcast that you ever see. <laughs> and you delete all your social media, and this is our farewell. But you can follow us on LinkedIn. And on YouTube, when you're on your computer and you're just bored at work and you don't want to actually work and you just want to listen to me because everything we talk about is so awesome. So continue to follow us on all the fun things. We're also on Spotify, Audible, iTunes, all, all the social media that you should be deleting. It's all there. See you guys around next time or not. Later. Later.